Hey everyone, just a quick announcement before we get into the episode for today. We no longer have a monthly supporter club. We now have a monthly subscriber club. We've joined forces with Spotify, and they are going to be hosting all of our extra episodes for our monthly subscriber club. So all you have to do to be a part of it is head over to Anchor, head over to our Anchor page, anchor.fm slash thecollegecomrades, and then you'll hit the little subscribe button. From there, you can subscribe for $2.99 a month to get access to our full episodes for the monthly subscribers. This also gets you into our Facebook group. So when you head over to Spotify, you'll be able to see all of our episodes in one place. And if you see a locked episode next to our monthly subscriber episodes, that means you need to unlock those episodes and become a monthly subscriber in order to listen to them. Let me tell y'all about Ma Energy. If you haven't jumped onto the superfuel train, there's no better place to start than Ma Energy. It's specifically formulated to give gamers an edge over the competition. Their energy and focus blend gives you a sugar-free, no-crash energy boost, sharpening your perception and accelerating your reactions. I just spent $100 on this stuff because its pricing is so good and comparable to most energy fuel for gamers. There's so much energy that one small package is worth $150 of Red Bull, but it's better for you and more effective. The rewards program is easy to use, getting points for following on socials, but also for each dollar you spend. With it, you can get discounts on flavors or even a free shaker for your drinking ease. They also sell blue light glasses if you want to take better care of your gaming habits. For it to work, you need to click on the link in our description so you can use discount code MA10 and get 10% off at checkout. If you want to get 10% off, be sure to click on the link in our description and use discount code MA10. In this week's episode, the guys sit down, have a discussion about our spiritual stories as a whole, and we hit some uh, hot topics that we've got feedback on. Hope you guys enjoy. Let's get it. Welcome back to the TCC show. My name is Noah. I'm Kai. And I'm JB. Um, today's episode is going to look a bit different because last week we told you that this week's episode was going to be a QA. and a um, and that's not happening. We kind of so, decided... So instead of calling all of us liars, let's just call Noah a liar. Yes. Yeah, we can, <laughs> we can do that. I'm totally okay with that. Um... This week is going to be a discussion episode, so we've all just shared our stories, and we've discussed them individually. Now is the time for us to address not only the things that have happened over the past six weeks, six, seven weeks, um, but also kind of fill in the gaps on maybe the things that we missed. I feel like we didn't talk about volunteering a whole lot, Um, so I'm hoping that we can kind of talk about that today. I've forgot that i have notes in my phone that i didn't share with you guys earlier um kind of just walk through i don't know processing now that we've all shared our stories like what's going on yeah so so i guess we start with that because i mean i i know noah like in particular like i think this was kind of a big step for you to like personalize your story put it all together and throw it out there definitely i I don't know why I needed to do it, but I felt like that I, it's something that I needed to do. Um, 
And I think that I've sort of realized, like, there are a lot of people in the same phase as me of, of church hunting. And so it's, I mean, it's comforting for me to know, like, oh, I'm not the only one church hunting right now. Uh, there's other people that are, that are out there church hunting. So I don't know. I feel like the, <clears throat> the legalistic environment of Christian culture is very much like you're not reading your Bible, you're not praying. And you're not going to church, so how can you be connected to God? Yeah, you're a sinner. Right. Which like, thanks. Knew that. Which Kai <laughs> pointed out in his story, yeah, like yeah. he experienced a moment where that that wasn't like you can't that wasn't true. <clears throat> and I think in, in sharing my story I've I've started to uncover things now that I've like verbally processed it and talked about it with my wife and talked about it with you guys off air, so been good but i couldn't necessarily tell you why any more than what i just told you guys so huh um man i guess specifically because now i'm thinking about that specific part of my story um something i thought of yesterday that lines up with that was that um like you know, before the Holy Spirit came at Pentecost, believers didn't have the Spirit within them. So it would make sense that the only way to be, you know, connected to God would be reading Scripture or going to a synagogue or the equivalent church of the time. But now that uh, a believer has the Spirit of God within himself, it makes sense that I can be connected to God without experiencing either of those those previous methods of religion does that make sense yeah yeah and that's that was just a random thing i thought of i guess but it shows that there is a more personal uh side to what religion can be for me i was i don't know like i don't have a problem telling anybody my story like as a whole right or what i've been through or um you know the things that have happened or the reason i left philida or whatever um i think it was good for me i guess to realize like my points that i was done um and actually identify those because i feel like i hadn't really pinpointed those but now looking back i can actually like you know put my finger on that okay, it was this this and this mm-hmm. and i think that's good for me um but it kind of makes me not want to go back even more like the, i don't know if that's weird but you know what i mean like it's just kind of sour i guess you know like but i also don't you know i realized through your story and your story and my own that you know that's where this all started you know, like there's a huge appreciation for everything right. we all went through. Um, but yeah, kind of like of a somber realization that like, I got to rebuild that somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, kind of a weird, weird deal, I guess. On the, on the topic of building things, I listened to a speaker at the church that I'm going to now. 
And he said something super interesting about building the, ch building the church, and I linked it to volunteering. He said that, that you're not working on your marriage, you're building your marriage, which I thought was interesting. I mean, marriage is work for sure, but you're building your marriage, and in likeness, we are building the church. Um, and then it calls the question, okay, what does building the church look like? Like all, a lot of what we did at Philida, me and JB, not necessarily Kai was just volunteer, like put in tons and tons of man hours. And I think that was definitely uplifting and, and building the church. But imagine if, if during a worship to tear down, you'd brought a friend to church that day. Okay, now worship to teardown is either going slower or not happening because you're not doing it and you're hanging out with your friend or you've asked your friend to now volunteer with you at the church. I don't think either two are necessarily too wrong, but they don't feel right. Right. And Puts then, you in a weird spot there. Well, and then you move to zone and or, you know, ministry stuff like outside of the regular attending things like we couldn't bring friends to tag we couldn't invite people to we could we could invite people to youth group but things are always happening before or after youth group right. that make it so that we're not available to a building up the church in a sense of inviting people and really mm -hmm. like connecting with because it kind of takes us out of that availability to do so right and mm -hmm. so, and I don't think there was like, that brings up a good point because if you bring somebody to church, like, especially like for me, if I was on either worship or audio that weekend, that person has to sit in the back of the room with me. If I'm on audio, right. I'm at the board. Mm -hmm. So like other than in the sermon where I will sit down and actually listen to the sermon, I'm at the board. So that person sitting by themselves or with my family or you know, if I, you know, whoever else, you know, I can be like, hey, sit with this pe these people. But then I'm like passing them off yeah. to be with, you know, other community members, which isn't bad. They can build those relationships with those other people. But that takes the invitation completely off of my hands. Right. I don't know. It was just it was just an interesting thought of like. And I and the the speaker was obviously talking about building the church in a very relational way, which I think is needed, but also the physical way that we were doing is definitely needed. Um, but I I mean we were giving a hundred and two thousand percent at all times, and so when I hate that this is the example, but when when one of the associate pastors left things really went downhill because that person was in charge of volunteers and it, that person had a really good connection with volunteers. And so when that person left, volunteers kind of went out the window. Well, and it's funny you make that point because when I remember serving with that pastor, mm -hmm. there was a, there was a community there, right? Like, it was a totally different ball game when you're setting up worship two with him. Yeah. Or when you're tearing down worship two with him. 
because it was it was fun it was enjoyable like it wasn't this this it was relational a hundred percent it was like he just brought relation into everything that we did and still does yeah while serving god it was like we weren't just volunteering at that point like we were serving like it felt like we were serving it didn't feel like work it didn't feel you know what i mean like that was my favorite part about if he ever called and needed help i was there right because like i've never realized that i guess till now that's why Mm -hmm. because it wasn't like he was passing the responsibility off to me and just letting me do it by myself he was partnering with you partnering with me to build a relationship with me in a community yeah and I, I don't know. It's it's just an interesting thing. Like, if if we weren't around to do it, it wouldn't get done. And right. there's obviously a a conversation there about volunteering in the church that we've probably beat to death a hundred yeah. times <laughs> over. Um, but I don't know. It it I I don't know. It just, it was just a thought I had. Well, and then I wanted to bring Kai into the conversation too, because Kai was, I think was definitely giving 110% in, into ministry, definitely heart change and still does, Mm -hmm. but you weren't involved in zone at all. And so I want to ask what volunteering looks like to looks like for you because you could just be like oh i'm not involved in this i don't have to i don't have to help set up i don't have to help tear down like i can have that relational like time with you while you set up and then i'm out of here (laughs) yeah and sometimes not even that which is totally okay but i do want to hear your thoughts on that um are you talking specifically about zone Uh, not necessarily specifically about zone I think you could talk about heart change too. Okay. Uh, from just a volunteering aspect and I don't know. Huh. Um well, heart change is definitely a relationship type um not company. Relationship type organization. Organization, yeah. Um So I mean there's just always been a huge relationship aspect with it and by the nature of the workshop it's about vulnerability and right. acceptance so i mean who would finish that and not be all about the relationships there you know and i do think i do think heart change has a different feel for volunteering mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter if you're a participant or or a volunteer right because because you, you feel like you're getting it yeah still you're getting <clears throat> you're getting something out of it mm-hmm. if you allow your heart to do so and like the work that's behind it is a lot different because of the the time frame that it's in you got one day a setup you don't mm-hmm. tear down till four days later <laughs> and that's the equivalent of how many years of going to church well, like just one yeah, but, but it's, okay. still, it's a year that's, going that's to church. Still, that's a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> it's something that 
I've been talking with my wife about is we've never just attended church before. Right. Like, think of a time where you just attended church. It was like Crossroads. elementary school. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that. It wasn't yeah. Sunday, though. No. I mean, that and, and, uh, um, caught. Caught, right. Yeah. And I think that everybody should be volunteering to an extent. But there's, there's something, I don't know, there's something to say about, like, a pastor having, like, a sabbatical time. Um, or just a recharge time. I don't know if there was a recharge time that was, that was stressed. Which is why I appreciate, um, one of the past interns that was over me at the time was, they, they understood what burnout was and how the the church had used not not used but how the church employed interns in the in the past of just doing everything and recognized that and was like I don't like when you say that you're you're topped out I know that you've said it too late and so mm-hmm. I want to be able to give you the break and give you the time off and like really recharge. Um, and I think this is something that I've talked about in other episodes is like, I don't know if it's, if that's a thing to recharge, like you, you take ministry home with you. Like you don't just clock out, right? you know, like you're, you're 24 seven in it. I don't know. I could be wrong in thinking about thinking about in, it like that. In ministry, yes, but volunteering, I don't think it should be like that. Yeah, well, that, that's a good distinction. Like, like, <clears throat> but I get what you're saying because there's no way I could have worked at the zone and not like take took some of that crap home, right? Right. Like with discussions with the kids or like hearing what these kids are going through. Like you can't right. just forget about. You can't walk out those front doors and be like all right, going back to school tomorrow. Like right. any sane person is going to take that with them. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, that distinction between like, you're getting paid to do this. This is your, this is your job. Like, yeah. I mean, everyone kind of takes their work home with them in some way, shape or form. Like if I am not thinking about work in some, some way, after hours of work i didn't work hard enough that day in my opinion right but that i i feel like it's also a personality thing too because there's some people that they can just let go like they walk out the doors that's it right like they're on to whatever they're going to do next we call those people eights (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) um i'm in this weird like foreign place of like you said like it's been so long since I've just attended a church and even like crossroads and cot was not a, a regular, like every week thing. Yeah, it was pretty right. spotty. Um, spotty. We should have, Oh, we did have them on. I was thinking of starfish. <laughs> um, and it's like, it, it feels so weird to do it though. Like the few times that right. I've been, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, I don't know. What, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, like, listening to the sound in a way that I always did when I'm on audio. And I think that's 
that like screwed me up forever <laughs> dude is running audio because i will never sit through a church service and not be listening at the like right. listening intentionally from an audio like ear i'll watch youtube videos and and hear when they do sound edits i'm like mm-hmm. oh i know that because i do that in yeah. the podcast. <laughs> right that's exactly what it sounds like when he took three seconds to breathe for a second <laughs> yeah and i mean i think that's just a distraction now that i have to learn how to get past but yeah it's definitely very different i think it's just this process now that i think about it a little bit more i think it's just this process of like setting boundaries for sure like in every even outside of church like that's what you do Mm -hmm. at least that's how i operate is like okay right now i'm working how many hours and taking on how many tasks and doing all this extra work it's like okay at my next job i'm gonna know how to set better work boundaries and i did it with my previous job you know when i was working construction i hated my life and now I have Yay. boundaries that I can set for the job that I have now. Mm. I think it's the same idea with going throughout churches. Like M- Malia has said, like I don't want people to know that I have a that I'm a double major from Bible college. Like we need to like set boundaries and take things slow and like really make sure that where we're gonna land is where we're going to start putting down roots and see where they need us, see where they don't Mm -hmm. need us. Because, you know, as soon as you say like, Oh yeah, I've got a degree in Bible and theology. They're like, Oh, well let's throw you over here with the kids program. Mm -hmm. Or maybe we can get you teaching over here. Or as soon as somebody finds out that you play bass, Oh, we need a basis. How convenient. Like, Welcome to your first week at whatever mm-hmm. church. Like, let's get you over here on base. It's like, you want to play next week? And that's actually funny because, like, when I started going uh, to where Kai, Kai's parents go, like, I loved how excited they were <laughs> that I was, like, kind of ready to get back into it. But then, like, the like I was literally on the schedule to start. At least, like, um, uh, like assisting with sound for a yeah. little bit. Um and I, as soon as I, I literally sat there and looked at my phone as I had planning center open. I was like, <laughs> it was like three weeks in a row. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not ready for this. Yeah. Cause it, I, I knew the burnout was going to be like that. Like, yeah. I was just gonna, cause I, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that. I was like, I can't. And this is exactly what I told your dad. I was like, I got to get back to going to church. Like mm-hmm. I got to start with that. Mm-hmm. and like i have to do that you know what i mean like right. i can't i think i think that's really good because there's so much in my t- opinion just pressure to like once you're in the volunteer game to stay in the volunteer right game. right because and and that's what leads to such burnout or such you know late sabbaticals is like you're just stuck in the the giving and giving and giving and uh never think to take time for yourself because no one ever thinks to take time for you yeah to try to give you that opportunity right which is not intentional correct with a small church like that's how things keep running yeah you know and i don't like i don't blame your dad at all it's like he he knows that i'm capable and knows that i'm willing and just wanted to give me that opportunity and thing is yeah you weren't needed either right i i I believe you were put in because he thought you wanted it exactly yeah it was it was not like he was pushing me he was like oh you want it 
yeah, let's go, you and, know. And so you didn't have any pressure to stay Correct. in. Correct. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, which was very nice and he responded very well. Mm-hmm. Um very loving. I was like, sweet. Like, thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. it was actually a relief that he reacted the way he did. I think about like old youth group days before we had the van. Like it was always <clears throat> the same four vehicles yeah. that were always being used for youth yeah. events. And I think that's very unfair. Like, oh my gosh, if that was me, that would be crazy. Like, you're mm-hmm. putting me out of a ve- vehicle right. one Friday night every month. Mm-hmm. Um, which the other side of me, the more pure side of me goes, <laughs> Noah, that's the sacrifice of volunteering and ministry. Right. Well, if you're if you're going to be on that Friday night anyways, right. why would you need a car? Right. Yeah. And so... Um, a question that I have for all of us is what would good boundaries look like if we were looking back five years? Maybe, maybe that's too far, but what would good boundaries look like for volunteering? I think, I think the hardest thing is to like, to know when you need a break. Like nobody, nobody teaches that. You know what I mean? Like at the age that we were at, serving and volunteering as much as we were we didn't know any different Mm -hmm. because like when i think about when i think about my days when i was like really really involved like tuesday tag wednesday zone thursday or friday depending on the on the week was worship practice and we flopped (laughs) between thursday and friday and that was seven to nine or ten at night and then yeah and then depending on if there was a youth event a youth event or a or a saturday youth event sunday church from seven in the morning till noon three like depending on the day depending on how long we were there and then and then after you know sunday typically it was sunday afternoon hanging out with church people typically Mm -hmm. and that was like the cool down community time before the next week um that was a lot every week yeah like the only breaks i ever had during that was during sports for me and not everyone that was volunteering did sports right so i mean i didn't i didn't know what that looked like like yeah i took vacations but a lot of them were with church people definitely you know like a week every summer i was out on at the lake with uh andrew's parents and family yeah um i def i think like i don't i don't want to blame it on the leadership because i don't think it's their fault but i think the topic should have been discussed with the volunteers and leaders at that age Mm -hmm. i think that's a conversation that like at least propose it like hey it's okay if you need a week off like i guess i never felt like that was okay you know yeah because i tried to always give as much advance as possible like hey i got basketball coming up or i'm starting golf this week so i'm not going to be here till december or november you know what i mean try to always lay those out but other than that i was going to be there i wonder i wonder if a good good uh solve for this for this like idea of like not enough volunteering but like always going back to the same people at work, what we do is if something breaks, then we'll just leave it broken until s- somebody from the public 
complains about it and then it reaches up upper management and as when it becomes an issue for upper management or for the people impacted that it finally gets fixed that's when something gets done so i wonder if you know like let's say communion for example not enough people are around for, to serve communion let's say one whole side of the church doesn't get the bread or the cup mm-hmm. and then you know you go through the whole process here's the blood here's the the body partake do this mm-hmm. in remembrance of me i wonder if if like say a whole side of the church was skipped and then they all complain afterwards it's like okay well we didn't have enough volunteers i wonder how many of those people would step up and do it next time because i wonder how much of the church knows that there's a need for volunteers like we hear it all the time when we go to church and as i start to attend a new church like we're always looking for people to help out in the kids program okay well <laughs> yeah. you hear that same phrase but like make it real to me you yeah. know show yeah. us pictures of kids <laughs> show me pictures of the kids <laughs> well, sitting without a leader <laughs> not actually but like in reality i don't know like, make it real like yeah. that's what we do in every other aspect of life mm-hmm. like why wouldn't we do that with with volunteering well and they could totally be like hey we only we like to have one leader per 15 kids Okay, great. So you have on average we have on average we have sixty kids, so we need X number of leaders. Yeah. But we're starting to get an increase, and if we keep increasing, we're gonna have to turn kids away. This is why we need more leaders. That's what VBS is. That's 100%. why we get so much. We. That's why VBS always is such a big hit. Yeah. And so many volunteers come out for it. Yeah. Is because <laughs> if you start turning people away from an organization where they can meet Jesus and right. come to know Christ. Right. That's a huge deal. Right. So now we have tons of volunteers mm-hmm. and it may just be for a snack time on a 30 minute lunch break mm-hmm. for a 40 year old adult, but at least we have some help now. Yeah. It's interesting. I had never thought of it like that. I definitely like, it's funny that you bring up the communion thing because I, I feel like that's the same it's the same idea I felt like during when you, in youth ministry, like they, nobody understands the need for a break or for volunteers mm-hmm. until it's too late. Right. Until you've missed the cup or the, or the bread, uh, or the bread. Right. Right. So it's like, I, I don't know. It's like almost like we got burnt out in it by that time or hurt or whatever. It was too late. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't think it was any individual's fault or the church's fault at all because I'm like, I'm a go-getter hard worker. Like, I'm not going to tell you if I'm tired. Yeah. I'm going to put my head down and keep busting ass until the job's done. Like, I'm not going to come out and be like, I need, I need help or I need break. You know what I mean? That's not how I'm wired. Yeah. So, it's not fair for me to blame anyone but myself. Definitely. If I got burnt out or I got hurt because I was working too hard when I was tired, mm-hmm. that's my own fault. Yeah. But it's like, that's why I bring up the discussion of it. Right. You know, like if I was seventh, eighth grade, freshman, sophomore, and like I heard a leader of the church being like, hey, like 
you guys are kind of like our core leaders, right? Or our core volunteers. If you guys need a break, like, please take that break. Take that week off. Take that Friday night off. Yeah. Like, like that would ease that I have to be there every week. Like, this is not going to get done if I'm not there. Yeah, right. it will. It might be slower, not as efficient. May not look as good. But, but it'll, it'll get, get done. done. Yeah. Because that, that was never said, right? It's definitely like an 80-20% relationship. Like, yeah, 80% of it's on me. I didn't speak up. But it's 20% on a leader, an organization, peers to go, you're looking like you're burnt out. Let's give you a week off. Let's give you that vacation. Or Mm -hmm. you've got this thing coming up. Let's make sure that... Like, instead of like... uh, like, oh, I've got this thing on Friday night, but I might be able to swing by at the end. We should just be able to say, no, Friday night, you're off. Like, yeah. you're done. And I... That I, was totally me. Yeah, I know it was. Me. And I I mean, even looking at the podcast, like, it's it's 80% on you, JB, to say, guys, I'm burnt out. I'm, I need time to creatively, creatively recharge or just physically I'm tired. But it's also 20% on Kai and I to go... The team's burnt out. Like, we need the break. Yeah. There is so much... Like, if your your original question was about boundaries, and I'm thinking, man, so many boundaries are really just about myself. Right. <laughs> like, I really just need to be better at taking care of myself. And as I'm trying to filter this through the heart change, you know, lens, it's difficult because heart change is four freaking days long yeah <laughs> and and if you burn out it's not because you did too many heart change workshops it's because you had did one difficult heart change workshop yeah. well it's five right because you have wednesday's a staff wednesday day night yeah it's an, it's an evening i guess so okay four and a half perhaps okay. yeah yeah how what does that day look like by the way i've never wednesday yeah i've never done i've never staffed a workshop what is that what's wednesday like <clears throat> um y'all get there at six well if you're helping set up, then depending on the location, you'll get there a few hours early. Uh, but 6.30 is the meeting start time. And then we go through expectations of what being a TA is and, you know, dress code and all that kind of stuff. Job responsibilities, job assignments. Cool. It's very repetitive if you've done it more than True. <laughs> yes. So Kai just wanders around and kind of talks. and Does, If he attends. If he attends. Do you attend? The Wednesdays. Yeah, I do. Okay, I guess it probably makes sense. Or he's leading it because he's yeah. at that point now where he's leading those discussions. You know, was the, this workshop I just did was the first workshop in three years where I wasn't in a leadership position. Wow! Really? Yeah, that's crazy. I was a not a small group TA. Hmm. I was I was the doorkeeper. Oh really? Yep. Wow, that's probably hmm. been years since you've been. It has. Yes. Yeah, I was probably there the last time that you <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah, that probably would have been early 2017. I told him yeah. he was doorkeeper for my workshop. Yeah. I was. I remember that. That's wild. Yeah, and and the person I was doorkeeper with this last workshop, I was doorkeeper at her workshop as well. Oh, that's funny. Um, in 2000. 18 2019 february 2019 uh but i was also a leader of that workshop so Hmm. yeah i hated that workshop so much (laughs) volunteering Um, yeah i think that's all all we got what other what other discussion ideas do we got 
Um, we're going to talk about feedback this far. Yeah, so that's an interesting one. Uh, we've had multiple... <laughs> we can see the numbers, obviously. Yes. Um, Who, whose episode is the most popular? So far, mine. Ah, piss! Um, well, that doesn't surprise me. That's 25 minutes long, so... My episode is by far the most popular, and the ratio of my episode to my discussion is not... It's, really? It's pretty, it's pretty significant. Um, it's not necessarily bothersome, because uh, I feel like I did a, a, a semi-good job of explaining myself. Um, but the feet and people have, I can tell that there's people that have listened and have respected the boundary of not talking about it, not, you know, discussing discourse around it, um, and are waiting till the end of the series. But there are other people who did not wait and reached out to all of us. I'm pretty confident, um, which is actually okay because, once we had the idea was let's sit down and record all of them, all of our stories and discussions without any in any interruptions, so then we don't have to worry about that discourse making it into how we perceive our story and how we tell our story. So I'm okay with the people that have reached out to me, um, but it's been a lot of support, uh, a lot of support of like. Um, there's been, there's been moments of healing too. Like, Hey man, like I didn't realize I impacted your story this much. Like I know you were talking about me. Um, and then the other, but our code was uncrackable. And then the other has been, uh, a lot of good responses of like, like I didn't realize you were going through this. I'm going through this too. Right. Um, I got one of those as well. Uh, so. just kind of a, a check in like. Hey, I was kind of feeling a lot of the same things you were during this, this, and this time, you know, mm-hmm. which is cool to like hear because it's like, all right, like kind of validates how you're feeling and like what you went through a right. little bit. I got a lot of, whoa, like things are, you're a whole different person since back then. So that was super encouraging too. I've gotten zero th- sympathy cards, um, but I got, I guess one person who said, he said, hey, can I ask you a question about about your episode? And then right as I was about to respond, he said, wait, no, not to the end. I'll wait, I'll wait till I listen to them all. I was like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, then I got one, hey, can I talk about, like, wow, the last, like, five minutes of that discussion episode was, like, really full of all this stuff. Can I talk about that? And I said, like, sure, we can talk sometime. And then, you know, no response. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, and that's, that's it. Funny. That's all I got. Just those two. We do have a Q&A episode next week, so please ask yes. your questions. I, I'm i open. validation. I'm open to discourse at the moment, honestly. Um, I feel like now that my story is out, I am too. I, my discussion comes out. No, we commit to it. We made, we made a commitment. We did. I yeah. d- yes. Well, by the time this comes out, we're good. Well, we no, because we have... Just listen to it all. <laughs> Yeah, because well, the your answer. Your all right, we were gonna have a guest on for the spiritual series as well. Yeah. And oh, that yes. comes out after this, as does that. the Q and A. Mm-hmm. That is my bad. So we have I at least two forget. more. I take that back. But if it's yeah, you do follow code. <laughs> I I could tell with one person that had reached out to me, like they had to get that out. Like 
it was it was like I'm I can't I'm uh, not sli- I'm not sli- maybe that's over exaggerating I'm not sleeping, but you could tell it was like a oh I messed up I really got to fix this now mm. so um, well from what I remember of our commitment it wasn't you know we won't listen to comments it was we won't answer questions mm-hmm. yeah we won't have a conversation about right. it right which I definitely broke that boundary. But I think it. I didn't. It I was, didn't have the chance. It was very good that 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 conversation happened. Yeah. Um. Another idea, and I think something worth pointing out. We did get negative comments, or just like, Yay. here's what I got. I got a lot of this. Whoa! I can't believe you talked about JB like that. You <laughs> that, know, I almost said that must have been so <laughs> awkward. Like. Does he hate you? Like, are things weird now? Like, oh my gosh, what happened? They didn't see your face after that episode. The black and blue face. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... I I was close to to asking a, a question along those lines. Because we were screening your your script before you said it. Right. And I was like, like man, has, has JB read this yet? Like, did, <laughs> did Noah let JB read this too? Like, did, did Noah ask to put all this in there and then i saw jb was reading through it as well and then i get a text in the group says hey you might want to change the wording on this part i'm like it, was, it wasn't even related to right well, right. well i guess jb's cool <laughs> yeah. one so that's the thing i just followed with, the logic of it I'm like, that's, he's yeah, fine <laughs> with with jb jb's fine with it and i'll let you tell your your side of it for sure this is a fully produced show. Yes. Like we don't just hit record and let it go. Like and then just post it. Yeah. I... Hold on, hold on. The very beginning of this episode, do you know what you said? Like as soon as we hit live, you said, "Oh, I do have a few questions for this episode." Did you show you guys? Yeah. So sometimes there's a bit of improv stuff, yeah. but, but we did discuss the episode before. We That's true. Th- this show is fully produced. For my episode, I. I had to tell that story twice because I told it the first time and wasn't even making sense to myself. So then I had to, I, and I needed water too. So I got up, got water, came back and retold the whole JB analogy thing. Um, and then even in post, I asked him, are you sure you want this in here? You say the word and it's out. And he goes, no, like, I don't care. And then I and then I go. Are you sure? Like, I will. I'm serious. I'll take it out if you. And he doubled down and was like, "Dude, like if if that's what you need to tell your story and to get your point across, like I seriously don't care." Well, and that's the whole reason I agreed to it, because I had people ask me like, "I can't believe he said that about about you." I'm like, "Okay, first of all, you need to stop right there." You need to go back and you need to listen to that yeah. whole section over again because the point's not about me. Right. If right. you're thinking about me and that while listening to that, you miss the whole point. Right. I'm a sinner. Yeah, like guess if, what? If you were casting stones at anyone, it was everyone else. Correct. <laughs> exactly. Like, huh. You know, yeah, like if you want to lecture me about it, I'm not going to listen, but whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the whole point of that like bringing that up was to make Noah's point stronger. Right. Like, and I a hundred percent agree with his point in that. That's why I agreed to it because I completely agree with his point with everybody that I've ever surrounded myself with. That is true. Right. Well, like, was, was no like room for the shit. Notes? No room for the shit. <laughs> no room. <laughs> that's, that's why I said yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, 
throw a book at me. I'll throw it back. Well, and, and it wasn't about it wasn't about throwing a book at people. It was just me explaining where I'm at with how I love people through their sin. Right. And I felt like that was the easiest way. We had talked about. Um, I think you mean in their sin. In their sin, with their sin. Through through their sin. Because we talked about another situation. Well, we've talked about multiple different situations. And yes, did we get their approval to say their names and tell their entire story? We did, but in the process of doing so, we would have done more damage than good. Well, Mm -hmm. and I think think at the time that some of those other events happened, they didn't affect you as much as our relationship right now right and my sin right like you live at my house uh-huh like definitely like that's you're around me a hundred percent all right. the time mm-hmm. so it's like that's that's what's real to you right now you know yeah i'm ready for a huge bromance moment noah tell jb you love him i love you man i love you too even bro. though <laughs> even though you are a sinner even though you're a sinner, I love you. <laughs> there you go. Um, All right, now kiss. <laughs> don't tell me. <laughs> um, and for other people, I think listening like the whole uh, worship leader thing, that's that's a very relevant thing too that I think a lot of people in the church had to go through the same like mental... I don't know, mental breakdown of like, okay, how do I still love this person? Right. And that person has continued along the path to prison from my understanding. Whoa. Um, yeah, as far as I, I know, I, don't, I haven't heard anything since that, but, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, <laughs> it's a fully produced show guys. Like we, yeah. we've, we've, go, we've gone through the work. Mm-hmm. We did the scripts, we did the screenings, we did yeah. the double downs, yeah, we wait. did the, and you live Episode. in JB's house. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like you would have to be the biggest well, idiot to and, not ask him and say that. And the old like it all comes down to like, please, if you're still under that understanding of like that topic in Noah's episode, for Noah's sake, go back and listen yeah, to it and give sure. him the time of day to understand his point. Like erase my name out of it put somebody else's yeah, name put, in it put somebody you know yeah in that because if it if it offends you that it's my name then just take me out of it don't mm-hmm. think that it's me that's a good point yeah yeah because it your point is very powerful in your story i think and where you're at right now yeah yeah for sure that's all i had on my list that's all i've got on my list i feel like volunteering and and that came up um i don't think that there's been anything else we've got a lot of questions um a lot of questions a lot of things that we i guess we forgot a lot of them are like simple questions but a lot of them are like deeper questions um a lot of support i feel like kai Kai's episodes always do a lot better than the rest of ours um, because people are so involved in his life and we've got a we got a lot of fee- at least I did I got a lot of feedback of like man like fo- like this just continues Kai's story yeah I'm like Kai started his story way back when I put like my whole everything 
Yeah. I am on. I'm this mic, <laughs> pretty much, and and yeah, that's 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 cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard had people be like, "I just want to hug him when I see him, when I meet him." Huh. Like he would appreciate that for sure. So it's interesting. I, I have no comment actually about that, <laughs> but <laughs> you're just a huggable guy, Kai. I suppose it's the the firm cheekbones. If you think about like <laughs> you and me, though. That was the just hugging at heart changes for a while was like our only interaction for a long time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> cause we would never see each other Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. No. We would never see each other at Zone, obviously. Yeah. I would only see you at heart change. Maybe yeah. a youth event. But even mm-hmm. then, the groups you hung out with were not the groups I hung out with. Right. Definitely. Huh. I think that this is it. Unless you guys have other things that you want to kind of dissect about your stories and discussions. I th- I think we'll hit anything we didn't on the Q&A. Yeah. I agree. I think. So, uh, thank you all for listening. We should have two... I'm not, we're not committing to it, but we should have two weeks left of this spiritual series. Yeah. Wrapping it up. We appreciate the journey you have all been going through with us. Before you... Before you close, I do want to say I'm excited for where this series has taken us. I know we're not done with it, but it feels like there was always this thing that we never addressed necessarily or never like linked to the rest of our lives. Yeah, and like now I think about it, there was always those moments like we would briefly hint at not quite a beef, but a history with mm-hmm. with the church and or tag or volunteering right. or zone or internships or camp or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and now the majority of the details are there, mm-hmm. and so now there's nothing to step around. We can easily say like, "Oh, here's how like this conspiracy theory fits into." <laughs> my spiritual walk or this is how um my enneagram number interacts with the spirit that is living inside of me or whatever else so i don't know i just thought i'd point that out like if you're hoping for more depth on the show like i think it's naturally going to come as we continue to move down the road like as we dissect topics so farewell